The 82-game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code ROSS only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday, which means class is in session with Professor Greg Cosell from NFL Films University. It also means the NFL season starts tonight. It's so glorious. It'll be the Chiefs hosting the Lions. I cannot wait to ask Greg about that momentarily. Cannot wait to give you my pick later on the show. As a reminder, we are daily. We're back five days a week. We will give you your football content now in about 26, 27 minutes or less, it seems like. We know your time is valuable, so we give you what you need to know, and then we move on. I should mention a couple things real quick before I forget. Number one, I'm still going to be giving out winners this year. Because I love those of you that spread the word via social media. You quote tweet at Ross Tucker Pod, you get a great chance to win. Facebook review, Ross Tucker Pod, great chance to win. I'm watching. The sponsor confirmation email winner, I've got some amazing press passes from these games I'm doing. I'll be in the booth for the Saints and the Titans on Sunday. Can't wait to send that to one of you. Just take advantage of any of the sponsors on the sponsor tab over at RossTucker.com. And then the YouTube shout-out. We are growing like weeds on YouTube. YouTube.com slash NFL. Just make a comment on any video. I see them all. Pick one of you out to give you a cool cameo-style video shout-out. Speaking of that, our newest patron, Matthew Lambert. Patreon.com slash Media. Welcome to the family, Matthew. A lot of people, I think, just want the even money bets in black and white, but that's fine. I don't care how you come. Just come. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Greg, it is time to rock and roll. You can check Greg out on social media at Greg Cosell. He is the man behind the NFL matchup show, executive producer and on-air analyst. 
And that show starts this weekend, right? It does indeed. Yeah, it's uh, been an interesting week. Is you know, uh, first week as you know, Ross, always uh, probably for players too. Always uh, you know a lot of things to work out, but uh, we're getting there, and uh, a lot of big games this weekend. Heck yeah, there are, man. Can't wait to dive into all of them with you, or at least most of them, the big ones right now. Let's start tonight, Greg. I mean, man, it already was going to be a lot of excitement, but now there's a lot of intrigue. Yeah. Supposedly, Travis Kelsey is going to work out this morning. I personally highly doubt he plays. That makes no sense to me, but I guess we'll see. And at this point... It seems impossible that Chris Jones would play. So, taking that into account, your thoughts on tonight's game? Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, those are big factors. I think defensively for the Chiefs, it'll be really interesting because the Lions, they were one of my favorite rewatches this summer. I love their passing game. I love what they do with the use of formations and how uh, they run their route concepts. Their spacing is phenomenal. Um, they make it relatively simple for Goff in terms of uh, what he has to see and read. Um, so I'm curious how the Chiefs will play, because the one thing about Chris Jones when you watch tape is Chris Jones could win one-on-one, and very often uh, protection concepts, the center would slide to Jones, particularly on third down. Obviously, uh, that's the big down, the money down. And obviously, if he's not there, it'll be interesting to see if the protection concepts are a little different by the uh, Alliance, and if the pressure pass rush concepts are different by the chiefs because that's you know that's a big deal because when you have a player inside as you know Ross who can win one on one that obviously dictates a lot of what you do defensively with your pass rush because you know you've got that matchup now you also have a very good lions o line as well so that side of the ball to me and I know Kelsey's likely out but that side of the ball to me is more intriguing because I was so impressed watching the Lions pass game this summer. Well, so my first instinct, Greg, would be that the Chiefs are going to have to blitz more. I mean, I don't think they're going to let Jared Goff just sit back there. No Chris Jones, no Amenahu. I, I don't I don't know that the Chiefs can get pressure without bringing second-level pressure, so that part of it's interesting. And and also third-level, because one of the best blitzers off the slot in the game is Snead, and he's the slot corner. But in studying their defense, and I watched a lot of their defense as well, Nick Bolton was a really key player on third down in the way he dictated protections. Now, he was not a big blitzer in terms of he being the blitzer, but he did such a good job in terms of where he aligned that he often dictated protections, pass protections by the offense. Now, it's very possible they could use him more as a blitzer uh, t- uh, tonight, as you suggest, but I thought they really, Steve Spagnuolo's been doing this a long time, and I thought he did a really good job with Bolton, and Bolton's a very smart player, of having him kind of move around and dictate how teams protect, and then you know, based on film study, how they will protect, and then you can exploit it and break it down. The next thing... Greg, is the other side of the ball. And let's just assume Kelsey's out. How do you think that the Chiefs and Andy Reid adjust? That's a great question because Kelsey is, I mean, you can make the argument that Kelsey is, obviously after Patrick Mahomes, the most critical piece to this offense because of how he can be aligned. I mean, he aligns everywhere. Now, you know, the fact that he's the single receiver to the short side of the field is so foundational to what they do now they don't really have a tight end 
who can do that at the same level. I think Noah Gray is actually a pretty good player, but he's not Kelsey, obviously. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that impacts, number one, their formations, number two, their route concepts. Obviously, Mahomes is such a great player um, that, you know, you would expect things to still work. And then I'm curious to see about the Lions' defense. They they were a heavy man defense a year ago. They have new corners, um, you know, a lot of new people, certainly on the back end. And I think we don't know how they're going to be until we see it tonight. Let's move on to my game on Sunday. Um, might not be considered one of the marquee games, but I got to tell you, I think there's a pretty decent chance that both the Titans and the Saints ah. – win their divisions. I mean, I think they'll be right there. Uh, in, uh, neither division has a dominant team. Both seem very winnable. Um, is this part of my prep for the game Sunday? Maybe. Your thoughts, Greg, on the Titans and the Saints. What interests you there? Remember, Kamara is out for three games for the Saints. Don't eat too many beignets, Ross, before the game now, okay? <laughs> um, that's an intriguing matchup. And, and I think that side of the ball... Um, you know, I would say that the 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 other side of the ball, now that I'm thinking about this game, you know, uh, is really interesting. Titans, oh, because we're not sure what the Titans offense is going to look like. The assumption, of course, well, they have Derrick Henry and that's what they've been. But they have a new offensive coordinator in Tim Kelly. He has a Bill O'Brien background. There's no question that this offense will look different. I'm not saying Henry's not going to get the ball, but I think you're going to see a lot more three wide receivers. I think you'll see a lot more spread. I think you'll see empty. Um, And I think it's going to be really interesting to see what the balance is, which we don't know. And the Saints defense, you know, I don't know how you feel, Ross. I think Dennis Allen is one of the most overlooked, really good defensive coaches in this league. That Saints defense is really good every year. Um, They've got some really intriguing players. Demario Davis, I watched the Saints defense again this summer as well. And Demario Davis is one of the most versatile linebackers in this league. He may not be exactly Fred Warner, who to me is clearly the best linebacker in the league. But Davis is really used in in multiple and versatile ways. When they play uh, on third down, they play dime and they play 3-2-6. Three down linemen, two linebackers. They can do that because of Davis. Um, So, uh, because he's a good pass rusher. Uh, So, you know, I think that side of the ball to me is going to be fascinating because we just don't know what the Titans offense will look like. Well, and I'll add to that, Greg, it's kind of, in my mind, like sort of question mark against question mark because the Titans offensive line is a huge question mark. Huge question mark. Coming into this game. I mean, huge. They don't have a single guy back at the same spot he played last year. Correct. In fact, they only even have one guy back starting who was on the team last year, which is really um, unheard of. Brewer, who's moving from guard to center. Correct. Right. And then, But you look at, like, the Saints, they lost a bunch of D linemen, and so for their D tackles to be Nathan Shepard, Kalen Saunders, these aren't exactly, you know, longtime NFL starters either. No. So that's that's a and I know you'll be looking at that closely because it's a key element of the game. Um, and obviously on the other side of the ball, the one thing about the Titans, they do have a very good defense. Um, I think they, I think their D line is deep and strong. Jeffrey Simmons, if people are not aware, is one of the best D tackles in this league. There may not be another D tackle in this league that is as country strong as Jeffrey Simmons. I mean, he is just a powerful human being, as you know. 
because you've seen them and you've studied them, I'm sure, in preparation for this game. Um, so their defense is good. They have Har- Harold Landry back. They have Arden Key, who's been a really good player the last couple of years with the Niners and Jaguars, who can line up at tackle and at end, depending on how you want to line up. Same with Danico Autry, who's really good. Another name people might not be aware of. This is a really solid defense. Let's get to some of these other matchups that are just so awesome. The Niners against the Steelers, Greg. This might be the juiciest of the of the 1 p.m. Eastern time yeah. games. Uh, there's so many elements to this game. I mean, you know, I'm really curious to see the Steelers' offense. I think Kenny Pickett, you know, he was my number one quarterback coming out the year he came out, and I thought it wasn't even close, and I thought that he improved meaningfully last year. I did take a peek at him in the preseason just because I wanted to see him drop back and throw, and I thought his, his arm was a little stronger. I thought the ball came out with a little more juice. could also be a function of the fact that he just seemed more confident in everything he was looking at. And again, not that he was looking at complex stuff. We know that it's preseason, but he just looked like the ball had a little more juice. Um, they've got really good skill position players, a quality tight end in Fryermuth, who I think is going to be a big factor. Um, and, you know, I think the running game will be interesting. I think you'll see a little more of a division of labor between uh, uh, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren because Warren's got a lot of juice. Um, and, of course, they're going against a defense. You know, Bosa will play, obviously, um, after he signed a deal for Ross Tucker number. So Bosa <laughs> will play. Um, uh, I don't you know, he may not play 70 snaps, but he'll play, obviously. Um, they've got a really, really good defense. I, you know, I know they have a new coordinator in Steve Wilkes, uh, but... I watched a ton of 49ers defense, and I got to tell you, they were a fun defense to watch. Fred Warner is so good, it's almost ridiculous. Um, And I thought Hufanga was a really important piece for what they did. Uh, They're just really, really good. They're not a heavy blitz defense, but they just are foundationally so disciplined in what they do. And Warner gives them so much, both as a pass rusher on third down and in his ability to play in coverage. I mean, he runs... He can run the seam with wide receivers without a problem. Yeah, he's a really good player um, and worth every penny that they pay him for sure. They pay a lot of people. I mean, they, they, they've got a lot of good players, and they, they pay them as such. I'd pay any amount for Labatt Blue Light this weekend. It's so good. They better have it down in New Orleans where I'm going to be. If they don't, then you guys all need to drink some Labatt Blue Lights for me with your friends and family and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. 
We're moving on, Greg. We've got the Dolphins and the Chargers. You know, two teams in the AFC where it's going to be a battle to make the playoffs. Every one of these wins is important, makes a big difference. What, what are you going to be looking at in that one? Yeah, well, these teams played Week 14 last year, and that was Tua's worst game of the season. And if I told you how they were going to play, the Chargers D, that is, before the game, you'd say, really? That doesn't sound really smart. Because what they did is they took Michael Davis, who actually was the backup starting the season, because people might remember that Jackson, who was the big corner signing from the Patriots to the Chargers, he got hurt Week 1 or 2 and missed the season. So Michael Davis became the boundary corner because with Brandon Staley, they play boundary and field. Samuel is the field corner. Davis was the boundary corner. And what they did is they had Davis play press man to the boundary, okay? And they didn't really give him help. It was essentially zero press man, and they used the boundary safety to help to the other side of the field more often than not. Uh, And you would think, okay, they're going to put Davis, who was a backup, essentially, on Waddle and Hill, you know, zero press man. That's what they did. And he did a great job. He got beat one time for a long touchdown by Hill, and um, he fell down. So he was probably beat, but you don't know if he didn't fall down. They played a high percentage of cover two on third down. Uh, They didn't pressure very much at all, because don't forget, the, the way you have to disrupt the, the Dolphins' pass game is not with pressure because the ball's out too quick. You've got to disrupt the routes with your coverage. And that's another reason it was so critical that they allowed Davis to play press man because what that did, Ross, is it allowed the boundary safety to sort of get involved in the middle of the field where the large majority of the Dolphins' pass game works. So now you have another body in the middle of the field muddying the windows for Tua, and it wasn't as clean. So it was a really good game plan that worked. Now, you and I both know teams don't do the exact same game plan against the same team You know, when they play them a second time. But I think conceptually, you might see similar ideas. They just might get to them totally differently. What are you looking for, Greg, with the Eagles and the Patriots? Uh, um, I guess I'm looking for the past game of the Patriots because, I mean, let's be realistic. Bill O'Brien was not brought in for Ramondre Stevenson. That doesn't mean they're not going to run the ball. I think their their foundation will still start with the run, Ross. But we know Bill O'Brien wasn't brought back at the OC. He was brought back to make Mac Jones, you know, the highest level player he could be. So I'm really curious to see what their past game looks like. Um, Bill O'Brien has always been a believer in empty. You know, we'll see if they go that route because obviously their O-line is a little bit of a work in progress and the Eagles have arguably the best D-line in football with a tremendous amount of depth. So we'll see if if that's part of the plan. But uh, the other thing I'm really anxious to see is do they play a lot with two tight ends? Um, obviously, Gusecki and Henry are not Gronk and Hernandez, but when Bill O'Brien was there the last time, a lot of 12 personnel with Gronk and Hernandez Gusecki and Henry can both detach from the formation, which gives you really multiple formation looks out of 12 personnel. And they'll want to see how the Eagles match up personnel-wise. Will the Eagles stay base, or will the Eagles play nickel? That will be the first thing they want to find out. Yeah, I know early in the game, teams like to do that to see what what they're going to face. What about the Giants and the Cowboys? They play all the time. Yeah, 
Uh, I'm, I'm, what interests me most about this game is the Giants' pass game. I think you'll start to see an expansion of it with uh, Jones, Daniel Jones, in his second year under Dable. I think Dable has some really good concepts in the pass game. You know, I think last year they were both feeling it out to see how it would work. But I think ultimately this year you're going to see a lot more in the pass game. And again, we, we discussed this in, in previous conversations. I think Darren Waller makes a big difference in how he can be deployed. Last but not least, Greg, Monday Night Football, man, it's been anticipated for a while. It's the Jets hosting the Bills. And, you know, Josh Allen did not have great games against the Jets last year. And the Jets, they didn't blitz a lot. They play a lot of coverage, and they rush four. Um, The Jets have a lot of good players on defense. Uh, This is an intriguing game. I think this is a game where Josh Allen... And as he continues his development, and that might sound strange to say given the numbers he's put up and the special plays he can make, but this is a continuing game in Josh Allen's development to be much more of a precision player and to take what's there and make the throws that move the chains. You know, he's he's a knockout artist. And, you know, and I've used this analogy before, but, you know, he needs to become a little more of a, you know, the sweet science to use the boxing analogy. And I think that he has to continue to move in that direction because we know he can make special plays, but they don't happen every single week automatically. That's, you want him to become a little bit more of a puncher. Yeah, a little more of like a, you know, 12, 15 round guy that, that, that works through and, and, you know, and, and plays four quarters with precision. You know, I think that that's what he has to work toward more, but he, there's no question any time in the game, as we know, Ross, he can make special plays. Well, you work with precision every week, Greg. There is no question here on a Thursday, Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You got me even more fired up for these games. Thank you so much, as always. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate it. Good timing by Greg there, talking about the fourth quarter and Josh Allen, because in football, the fourth quarter is where the magic happens. It's where games are won, where champions are made. And in business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. And smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com slash sales. Ducks takes. All right, Ross, we'll start with probably the biggest news from yesterday. 49ers defensive end Nick Boza signs the biggest non-quarterback contract in NFL history. $34 million a year, $50 million signing bonus, $122.5 million guaranteed. A few thoughts on this. Uh, first of all, before I forget, I just saw where Josh Metellus, the safety for the Vikings, literally while we're recording this early on a Thursday morning, signed a two-year $13 million deal with the Vikings. So congratulations to Josh. But this is huge for so many different reasons. So first of all, <clears throat> kudos to the Niners who believe they have a Super Bowl team for not, you know, having both some missed games. I mean, you're going to pay him a ton Either way, don't you want him for the first game against the Steelers? I mean, how annoyed would you be if you get the number two or three seed instead of the number one seed because Bosa missed a game and you lost to the Steelers, right? Like, you don't want to have to 
look back on that. You don't have to play in Philly in the NFC Championship game. So that makes a lot of sense to me. I have a lot of respect, and I mean this sincerely, for the way the Boses go about their business. They don't mess around. And that's what happens when your dad was a former first-round pick, played in the NFL. He knows the deal. He, he knows how the business works. He's not letting his boys mess around until they get what they deserve. And that's exactly what they got. He gets $2 million a game, Jack. $2 million a game. That is unbelievable. And $50 million signing bonus. I mean, good for him. He's a great player. Love seeing great players get what they deserve. Former NFL defensive end Carl Nassib and tight end Kyle Rudolph both have announced their retirement. So Kyle is getting into uh, the media. Feels like everybody is. Everybody's coming for my jobs. And no, but Kyle had a great career. Awesome guy. And Carl was on the show. It was only like a couple months ago, right, Jack? Yeah, it was about two, three months ago, I feel like. I thought there was a chance that he would get signed late in camp or early in the season, but I guess since that didn't happen, he's he's real willing and able to move on. Raiders defensive end Chandler Jones missed practice with personal and private matters after his Instagram posts. Well, that's what the Raiders called it. He's doing a lot of posts. You know, he's had other issues in his career, so it's a little scary that the Raiders sent the crisis response team there. I'm going to sort of reserve comment till we see more. Rams rule out wide receiver Cooper Cup for this week. The fact that they ruled him out this early is a bad sign. Bad sign for him, in my mind, for the next few weeks. A good sign is when the game goes to timeout and you order on DoorDash. Or when it's halftime and you order on DoorDash. Or it's a two-minute warning and you order on DoorDash. Get everything you want delivered while you root for your squad. Yep, burgers, fries, drinks, you name it. And if you have a Dash Pass membership, you can get the new Wendy's Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger delivered. Right now, the Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger is exclusively available with Dash Pass at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time. Saints rookie quarterback Jake Hayner suspended six games under the PED policy. Bizarre. He said he has no idea what it is, and... I don't know. For him, I kind of believe him. Finally, Ross, we have a game tonight. The Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the Lions. Who you got and why? Well, I think you got to take the Lions at this point. Although what's weird about it to me, Jack, and again, we're recording this at 7.40 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday morning. I do not expect Travis Kelsey to play. And so with that being the case, I'd be surprised if the Chiefs won the game. I mean, that would be really, really impressive. But it kind of puts the the pressure on the Lions to get it done. I think they will. I still think it's like 27-24 Lions. Who would have thought the Lions beat the Chiefs to open the season? Just wild. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to myfrontpagestory.com. 
Please, fellas, ladies, get one of these for a loved one in your life. Backofficeschedule.com, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and pizza boy brewing.